0: Welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about when other people don't like your partner or you. All right, who here is terrified of having someone dislike themselves or their partner? I know for me, for a long time, I was very focused on making sure everyone around me liked me. And naturally getting into a relationship that became also about my partner. Not only did I need everyone to like me, I also needed everyone to like him. And that was the pressure that I would I would put on me and I would put on him is we had to behave perfectly in order to get everyone around us to like us. Does this resonate? This is something I see all the time with my clients. Is this focus on other people liking them, this focus on other people liking their partner, and not having a lot of tolerance for not even just people who might not like your partner, but even just like the wondering. Like it can be something as simple as you see someone make a certain facial expression. Maybe they kind of like glare their eyes a little bit or they make this little remark. And we just start really reading into it and thinking, well, what did that mean? Maybe they don't actually like me. Maybe they don't actually like my partner and our brain starts to spin and we start trying to come up with ways to get the other person to like us, trying to figure out ways that we can get the other person to like our partner. We start playing this game of let me make sure I am as perfect as possible in order to control how you feel about me. Let me make sure my partner is as perfect as possible. To control how you feel about him or her. And this honestly can be such an endless game we play with ourselves. Because one, as much as we might get that validation from someone else of like, okay, good, they do like my partner or they do like me. There can be another moment that arises, another thing that we say, or or your partner says it's a little bit off. There can be another comment that that person says that we then go back down that same rabbit hole of, shoot, do they really like me? Or I don't know if any of you experienced this, but I remember I really would like hyper fixate on like, okay, this one person, I need to get this one person to like me. I really need to get this one person to like my partner and then we're good. Then we're okay. And so I would really, really focus on the way that person interacted, the things that they said, all of that. And then I would kind of come to this like resolution where I'd be like, oh, okay, we are good. They do like me. And then my mind would immediately go on to someone else. Like, okay, so this roommate, yeah, we're good. They do like my partner because they said this one thing and they said we're so great together. Whew, okay, we're good oh wait, 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 but my brother's best friend, like he's been kind of making some faces at him or he's been kind of saying this weird thing and so maybe that person doesn't like my partner. And so if I ever did come to that sense of, oh yes, they do like me, which often even then my mind would still spin about it, it would then jump to the next person and be like, okay, well that person likes me, but what about this person? What about this person? Because there are an infinite number of people in the world. So even if we were to check and make sure one person likes our partner or us, there is someone else and someone else and someone else who might not approve. So we could spend our whole lives trying to get this approval and validation of ourselves, of our partners. And... As much as we maybe might find it here or there, we're always going to be wanting and craving more. I almost say it's kind of like trying to fill up a cup with a hole in the bottom. There's never enough validation from other people to create the love and connection that you're wanting to experience. Now, I think it's very important that we don't judge ourselves for this because I think it's very, very natural and normal and human. I don't think we ever reach a place where we don't ever want other people's approval. It's part of how we're wired. It's, it's been a survival thing for us. We are wired to need connection with other people. And disapproval in the past could mean getting kicked out of the tribe, being left alone to fend for yourself. So being able to fit in really matters to our mind. And and I think that desire to want others to like us is not bad. Like if we didn't care what other people thought at all, it would definitely be, that would be unhealthy in its own way. We would be like a sociopath that just didn't care what anyone thought of us. And so it is good. But there is a point where it becomes consuming for us and we kind of lose our sense of our own self in just what everyone else thinks and needing everyone else to approve of us. And becomes problematic with not everyone is going to like us. That is that is gonna happen. There are gonna be people who don't like you. There are gonna be people who don't like your partner. And as perfect as we might try to make ourselves or as perfect as we might try to make our partner or maybe even go find a perfect partner or whatever it is, there will still be people who don't like you. And you might even notice like hearing that some of your anxiety kind of starts to arise a little bit. So even just taking a minute to pause and just, like, breathe for a second. Like, we've lived our whole life, probably. Like, we've been, you know, naturally, survival-wise, we want other people to like us. We've maybe been, like, conditioned as well from our families, friends, that we need to get other people's approval. So it makes so much sense. And... It's something that we maybe don't have to pursue or focus on to the extent we have. It might not be as important as your brain is making it out to be. I had an instance a few weeks ago that has really had my mind on this topic of an old friend who made it very clear she doesn't like me. We have not talked for years, years. This is the friend from college. We haven't talked in a very long time. And she messaged me out of the blue, nowhere, just like the meanest text message you can possibly imagine. At least the meanest text message I've ever gotten. It definitely took my breath away for a second. And telling me how angry and bitter and hurt she was by me from something I did, something that I had done like with very best intentions in mind, something that I did not do maliciously, something that I did not do to try to hurt her, something that I had done in my own best knowledge was the best way to handle a situation. And again, this thing happened years ago. And she never talked to me about it, never said anything. Just mentally has been holding on to this emotionally. And I really found myself, like, you know, initial human reaction I think can be, again, Depending on where you fall, it might be one, defending, wanting to protect yourself, wanting to protect your partner if someone, if you find out someone is mad at you. But then also it can fall into this area of, okay, well, what can I do to fix it? What can I do to get them to like me? How can I get them to like me? Or it might become this shame thing of, oh my gosh, I'm this horrible, awful person. Or my partner is this horrible, awful person. And it was really amazing to see, because of the work I've done on myself, how I was able to navigate and respond to this situation in a way that People Pleaser Mikkel years ago would have not been able to do. And so I want to walk you guys kind of through it of some of the things that I did that I think might be really helpful for you in situations where people don't like you or don't like your partner. Okay, so first thing that I did, got this text, all these things that she said, and immediately had that gut dropping sensation, like, you know, you feel it immediately. Maybe even when you notice someone not liking or being unkind to someone else, you might notice that feeling. And A lot of times our temptation is to hurry and fix that feeling, hurry and get them to like you, or try to like convince yourself it's okay, Um, because that feeling that we have, that emotion that comes up in our body is so uncomfortable, and we have very little tolerance for it, Um, and this can be really hard to do, but... What I find so powerful is to be able to allow yourself to feel whatever emotion is coming up to allow and open up to that emotion rather than running away from it. Because a lot of times when someone doesn't like you or you're very afraid of other people not liking you or your partner, it's going to create intense emotion and intense emotion is something that is something to explore, but a lot of times not something we can just run away from as much as we want to. So made room to like experience it, allow it to be there. Um, And then as I noticed it start to settle down, I shifted my perspective to thinking not about me. This is our initial thing that the reason that other people not liking us is so hard is because we're like, oh my gosh, they don't like me. This means I'm a horrible, awful person or I better get them to like me so that I can be good enough Like we really start focusing on us, and then we just become filled with more shame and inadequacy, and um, and again needing this other person to fix that, Um, and then we're left so powerless though because you know like my friend, my old friend, I still consider her my friend, but you know she's probably will never forgive me, and um, not focusing and making that mean something about myself because if I'm waiting for her to change her mind about how she feels about me in order for me to feel good about myself I'm going to be waiting a very 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 long time so rather than making it like first is making it not mean something about yourself not knowing like okay this is something going on for this person right this is something going on for them it's not about me That's a thought that has been so powerful for me lately. It's just like, it's not about me. It's really not. Other people liking you, disliking you, how they treat you. like It's not about you. It is about them. And so just recognizing that this this is not about me. And if possible, can you access some sympathy or compassion for what's going on for the other person? Where are they at? When they don't like you, when they don't like your partner, what's getting triggered for them? We're so focused on us and our trigger and trying to make ourselves feel better. Like what's going on for them? And I was able to kind of recognize like this friend has a lot of trauma. She has a lot of struggles with her family relationships. Um, I just knew from my time with her, like that she has a lot of stuff going on and there's so much more than this one little thing that happened that she is blaming me for. And so being able to understand that of like, yeah, there's a lot going on for her, right? And not in a blamey kind of way of like, she's awful. Like, this is what we tend to do is either like, I'm the awful, horrible person, or they're the awful, horrible person for not liking me. And instead recognizing, you know, I'm not horrible for what I did. This means nothing about me. And She has a lot of stuff that she's been going through, right? This is kind of where she's been at. This is what's been going on for her, creating some compassion. And then (laughs) I think this can be the part that's hard, but give ourselves permission to see in what areas they could be a little bit right. Like when someone says they don't like you or like your partner because you're too uptight or too anxious or you're, (laughs) here's the crazy thing. A lot of us probably really haven't even had someone not like us. We're just reading into it. I mean, we've had moments, right? But often the things that people are focusing on, it's not even stuff we've explicitly been told. But whatever it is, whatever you think they're saying is, can we find areas where we're like, yeah, that's a little bit true. So... For example, my friend, was, when she said, you shouldn't have done this thing, and it was horrible, and da-da-da, and instead of defending myself, as like thinking about it, and you know what? Even though I totally understand where I was coming from, also, it makes sense why I handled the situation the way I did. And also, I can see where she's coming from. I can see where I did not handle that the best. I can see how I should have handled things differently and could have done it better and could have been a better friend for her. Like, I see that. And allowing her to be right. Again, not in a self-deprecating way, but yeah, okay, I see where she's coming from. Yeah, she's right. I could have done that better. So those insecurities, like if someone is like, oh, your partner's too shy. Like, yeah, you know what? He is kind of shy. I'm kind of shy sometimes or yeah, you're right. We are kind of disorganized or he's disorganized or um, he's a little bit loud in a social situation or he's goofy. Yeah, he is a little bit goofy, like acknowledge whatever the thing is. Like, can you find truth in it? We're so quick to try to fix the problem, fix whatever we think is wrong. And I think there's so much power in just owning it. It's So freeing of just like, yeah, okay, I didn't do that perfectly, or we're we have imperfect character traits and just letting that be. And when you can acknowledge that, now all of a sudden we've like released ourselves from this need to try to control and manipulate what the other person is thinking. So can you kind of acknowledge or see maybe where the other person's coming from or where they're right? and also hold space for being compassionate and loving to you and where you're at and what's going on for you? Because we can often, we do one extreme or the other, which is we're like compassionate for ourselves or we're like seeing it from the other person's perspective and beating ourselves up. But can you do both? Can you be compassionate to yourself and Can you kind of see like where the other person's coming from and acknowledge that? Like, yeah, we have that flaw or that one thing about us, not very likable. And let it be that because you're human and not everything about you is likable, just like all the rest of us. Even the person who you're worried about not liking you. They got things. We all got things. The more you can own and lean into that, the more confident you can show up. We think confidence is about annihilating flaws, but confidence is about being able to own them. Confidence is not about getting rid of flaws. It's owning that. The more we can lean into and accept them, the more confident you're going to feel in you, the more confident you're going to feel in your relationship. The more you fight it off, the more you try to make sure everyone likes you, the more you try to annihilate your flaws, the less confident you're going to feel. The more insecure. You're going to be focused on it. You're going to be consumed in it. And then the last thing, is being able to recognize you and your partner are not for everyone. You really aren't. Everyone in the world is not gonna like you. You can make some shifts in who you are, you can make some shifts in who your partner is, and yet, even if that pleases your roommate or your mom, now, all of a sudden, other people are going to not like it. We cannot please everyone in the world. It's not possible. So, rather than playing that game, right, of almost where we might shift ourselves from person to, person to person to person to try to get everybody to like us, it's like we're wearing this mask, is allow yourself and your partner. To not be for everybody. I always compare it almost to like a food. If you have a favorite food that you love. And someone else like, let's say, you just love, I love cookie dough ice cream. You love cookie dough ice cream. And there's someone else out there who doesn't like cookie dough ice cream. You know, going, hmm, well maybe we should get rid of the cookie dough. Because that person likes the vanilla more. It's like, no, cookie dough is amazing. And you are crazy for not liking cookie dough. It's okay, you don't like cookie dough more for me. But I don't want to change anything about cookie dough. I think it's great just the way it is. And create that kind of relationship with yourself and your partner when other people don't like your partner or you. Is be like, we're amazing. He's amazing. I'm amazing. Like, yes, we have flaws. And recognizing it's about the other person. It's about their preferences. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with the ice cream. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you or him. All it's telling us is about that person's preference. It's about their lived life experiences. And if we can kind of hand it back to them, right? Kind of one, process the feeling that comes up. Two, is being able to kind of acknowledge areas they are right without, three, making it mean anything about you or your partner. If you can do that, you will have, find so much Freedom from what other people think. And that's what I have for you guys today. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And uh, happy Thanksgiving next week. And we will talk next week. Bye.